Welcome back to the TIF podcast. This is episode 20, so I haven't put out an episode in a very, very long time. So, of course, you do know that we're currently quarantined and uh, we're all currently in isolation, working from home and doing the best we can in this particular situation. But the reason for making this particular episode is we know this virus has actually affected a lot of people around the world. Over 400,000 cases have been reported around the world globally, uh, as well as the fact that that over 20,000 people have died from the virus around the world so it's a situation that's currently developing it's a situation that's extremely sad Uh, however of course this is a footballing podcast we will be talking about the individuals within football that have been affected by the virus Uh, let's start off with one of the first few cases really who was the uh, Olympiakos owner uh, Marinakis the Greek tycoon was one of the first cases to be reported and then we come to the Premier League we had the likes of Mikel Teta, who was one of the first high-profile individuals in football to test positive, followed by Callum Hudson-Odoi, the Chelsea youngster, was one of the first professional footballers to test positive. He later confirmed he was recovering and he put out a statement that read, as you may be aware, I had the virus for the last couple of days, which I have recovered from. I'm following the health guidelines and self-isolating for the week. I hope to see everybody soon and hopefully be back on the pitch very soon take care so that was a small statement that Callum Hudson-Odoi put out on his Twitter account moving on to Manchester City's Benjamin Mendy he's understood to have been forced to self-isolate when it emerged that a family member had contracted the virus which led to Mendy obviously having to self-isolate in order to obviously stop the spread of the virus Everton also announced that their squad was in self-isolation after a player reported symptoms consistent with those of the coronavirus. Everton also closed their training facility at Finch Farm and their club headquarters in the city of Liverpool. Brendan Rodgers indicated that a number of Leicester players had shown symptoms and signs of the coronavirus. Five Bournemouth staff members, including goalkeeper Borish, went into voluntary self-isolation after the club confirmed that they had displayed symptoms. So as you can see, it's a theme, it's a pattern that all clubs are taking this whole matter seriously. Of course, it's put a halt to the football season, which will, of course, be my next episode. Uh, However, for now, let's focus on the players and the individuals in football that have been affected by the virus itself. Moving on to Cardiff City, their boss Neil Harris confirmed both a player and a member of his staff are in self-isolation for precautionary measures, but the club sources stated that neither have tested positive for the virus. Continuing on, Norwich-owned defender Sean Ragged, currently on loan at Portsmouth, has also tested positive alongside fellow Pompey players James Bolton and Andy Cannon. In Syria, a number of players have tested positive for the COVID-19, the most notable being Juve defender Daniel Rigani, who put out a statement stating that you all have to read the news and that's why I want to reassure all of those who are worrying about me. I'm fine. I urge everyone to respect the rules because this virus makes no distinctions. Let's do it for ourselves, for our loved ones and for those around us. So quite a sentimental statement from Rigani, but brilliant, brilliant statement. Staying positive, of course. And uh, of course, the news of Rigani's diagnosis was a source of concern for a number of his teammates, including Cristiano Ronaldo, who opted to remain in his hometown of Madeira in Portugal in an effort to avoid picking up the virus. Uh, French midfielder Matuidi became the second Juve player to test positive for the virus as well. 
rumors had initially suggested that Paulo Dybala had contacted the virus, but the Argentina denied that this was the case, posting an update while in voluntary isolation. However, with a twist to the story itself, it was later confirmed that he and his girlfriend had tested positive for the virus. Gabbiadini became the second player in Serie A to be confirmed as having contracted the, uh, the virus as well. Sampdoria later confirmed that Gabbiadini's teammates Albin Elkadel, Antonio Lagomina, Morton Thorsby and Fabio Depoli and Bartos Berinsky had also tested positive as well as a club doctor. Omakoli was also reported to have tested positive but the defender later denied the claim on his Instagram account. AC Milan legend Paolo Mardini and his son Daniel also posted positive. Valencia defender Ezekiel Garay became the first league player to be confirmed as COVID-19 positive with the club revealing that five cases had been identified amongst the first team staff and players including the former Manchester City defender Mangala. So some notable mentions uh, in the world of football who have been affected by this particular virus. So Marun Fellaini, uh, currently playing his trade in China, was also tested positive. Jonobi Mikel walked out off the Turkish club that he currently plays for, Transport, over their handling of the situation. He didn't agree with how the Turkish club were actually handling the situation. Uh, former Arsenal players Yohan Zhu and Alexander Song, while not afflicted by the coronavirus, were among nine players to be sacked by their club over a contract dispute arising from the pandemic itself. So that will be the next topic within the next episode of the podcast, which is some footballers have been advised that they may have to take a pay cut. We will be diving into that situation in a bit more depth in the next episode. So if you're listening for the first time, please do make sure that you do subscribe and leave a comment on whatever platform you are listening to. Thank you once again for listening to the TRF podcast and I'm out.